T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, and west. If you go far west couple thousand miles west. I have no idea the actual distance. But if you land in Phoenix, Arizona, that's where me and B-Mitch are. Uh, good morning, Brian. How what do you up, do? JP? What's happening? Not too much. We are out in AZ for Super Bowl week. Um, a little chilly out here for Arizona, but I imagine during the day it's going to get nice and warm. I hope so. I mean, it's... Right now I'm a little cold. I don't like being cold. It, I mean, it is legit 40 degrees outside, something Woo. like that. 46 right now. Um, how was getting out here and everything? You had like four different trips. You were in Dallas. I was in Dallas. By the time I got here last night, you seemed to be enjoying yourself. I was uh, very much – I enjoyed myself last night. It was fun. It was a little uh, – let's say um, – You sound like me most mornings. No. You, you don't sound like you. I sound way better than you. You don't sound like that. <laughs> I don't sound like that. Um, Landville, can we get a ruling on how B sounds as the CBS? Landville, am I, am I sound like JP? Am I, ah, 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 ah. Uh, he doesn't quite sound like Beamage, but he's he's still considerably better than a typical JP. There we go. There we go. <laughs> hit it right. Hit it right. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Um. So no, I tease for you. Thanks, dude. Obviously, a uh, a busy, busy week as these teams get ready for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Um, joining us today, Barcelona Nate will join us at 11 a.m. Denard Wilson is the Eagles defensive backs coach and the defensive passing game coordinator. Set to join us at noon. We're going to have to be flexible there because obviously it his, might be different. His schedule. He's working. Right. His schedule is quite busy. Um, Garnet Hathaway joining us. Uh, and then Mike Phillips is out here somewhere in Phoenix. We'll see. Hell, maybe he wants to come to our location. Um, Although, if I know Philly, he's going to be... I would, I would expect everyone to want to come to our location. If I had to guess, Phillips will do, like, the stadium tour and tweet out pictures of... How much you think of, how much you think a soda is at the Super Bowl? Uh, 20 bucks? At least, uh, let's say nineteen fifty. So, how much is a beer, then? Twenty-one fifty. No way. Yeah. If, if a soda's 19, a beer's... The, the, the gap there is going to be large. No, not that big. Not that big. Well, we'll find out because if I know Phillips, he'll take the Super Bowl stadium tour that the NFL offers every year, and uh, he'll let us all know. Um, you know, a lot of interesting stuff came out last night. Last night was media day for the Chiefs and the Eagles. Um, this story of Andy Reid firing Nick Sirianni is going to get a ton of legs, but I want to – But where did that come from? 
from Sirianni. I mean, it happened. But why? I mean, and we're, we're going to get into all that. Yeah, I, who I, cares? I wanna, it matters this week for sure. But I, I, I want to. It only matters if Sirianni wins. If he don't win, who cares? Um, I want to start with Eric Bieniemy last night being asked kind of specifically about his next job and the commander's job. Um, this is from Nikki Javala, who was at media night last night. She wrote, I have not taken any interviews for any offensive coordinator positions. I've only taken one interview for a head coaching position. Right now, I've interviewed with the Indianapolis Colts. I thought it went great. We'll see where that goes. Now, as far as the offensive coordinator stuff, right now I am where my feet are. And right now I'm focused on helping us to win this game this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, is that be where your feet are? Is that an old Andy Reid saying? Because Ron says it all the time. Uh, and just hearing that phrase really stood out to me from the enemy. I just think that it's a point right now where he's trying to make people understand, look, I'm trying to win this game here. I don't care where I'm going. Uh, he he knows he's going somewhere, but he gets undersold all the time. Certainly, and, and I and I, think I get why he wants to just point out the yeah he's, he's trying the head coaching yeah he's trying to push this thing and get it to where he wants it to be instead of you know having people who, because everything he says is gonna be a story at this point. But he's smart to try and play it down, downplay it. But when you when you were playing for Andy. Did he used to say, be where no, your feet are? No, I never heard him say it. Do you think that's a – that is a phrase I had never heard until Ron, until I started covering Ron a few years ago. I, I think a lot I just, of – It's a coincidence that they both said that. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I don't, I, I don't remember Andy saying it all the time. Uh, I think it's just a lot of coaches like to say, because they, their lives are so different, they change all the time. I think they really are just trying to like act, act as if I'm I'm where my feet are now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of allowing people to think that I'm thinking about the next job or this, that, and the other, and I'm concerned, no, I'm just going to be here because ultimately they're not just here. They are concerned about what's going to happen, where it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. All that stuff affects them just like it affects everybody else. I, the the enemy stuff. I the only thing that really stood out to me was him using the exact same phrase Ron uses, and maybe that's just a heck of a coincidence. But I had never heard that phrase until Ron took over in Washington a few years ago, mm-hmm. and now Eric's saying it. I think, of course, he has. I I, I get if I was enemy I, I I may draw the same line in the stand about no, I'm not doing coordinator positions until after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I'm looking for head coaching positions. And he kind of, in other words, I think, I, if I leave here, I'm leaving for big things, not for the same uh, job. Well, I think you say that this week because yeah. you got the Super Bowl to come up yeah. to. I think it increasingly looks possible that he is leaving for an OC job. Yeah. I mean, there's only two jobs left between the Cardinals and the Colts, but I do think he is smartly putting the pressure on the Colts. I mean, he says, Right now, I've interviewed with the Indianapolis Colts. I thought it went great. We'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. And now, as far as the offense coordinator stuff, right now, I am where my feet are, and right now, I'm focused on helping us to win this game this weekend. We have seen Jeff Saturday coach. We've seen Eric B. Enemy coach. Who has the most qualifications? So you put the pressure on them. We already know that the owner is crazy. Crazy. Crazy as the best bug, as they say. 
So let's let's see if he's just that crazy to hire me. Right. Everybody else say I, I don't interview well, this, that, and the other. Well, you you hired a guy that had no experience, just put him in the job. Yeah, I mean the Saturday hire, but from a, a lot of accounts, and maybe we try to track somebody down from Indy later in the week, landfill. If if Indy is the uh, the biggest competition for the enemy. Maybe we, we try to figure out exactly what's going on out there. But, uh, I mean, Ian Rappaport yesterday on Pat McAfee's show said things are leaning against Jeff Saturday being the Indianapolis Colts head coach. I wonder if the Colts are going to make a real run at the enemy. And mm-hmm. if they do, um, where that leaves Washington, if that means – if that means Washington gets Anthony Lynn, or if that means they go further down the list and get Pat Shermer. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know Schefter had earlier reported that, earlier in the month, that um, I think Eagles coordinator Shane Steichen was interviewing for the Colts job, um, and that he does, he's not sure that the Colts will hire somebody till after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If Rappaport says it's not Jeff Saturday, and they're not hiring somebody till after the Super Bowl, and now you've got Bienemy saying, "Hey, I've only interviewed with Indy and it went great," that you start to see a bit of a formation there, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was when I was like in college, and I would like do like these long. Uh, I would help like deliver boats, right? Um, when you get out in the open water in these big old channels like to people that aren't aware of it you probably don't even notice but you see these lights out in the distance kind of on the horizon and the way to know how the channel goes is you have to line up all the lights so that they look like they're standing on top of one another Mm -hmm. and as long as all three or two or four however many lights there are as long as they're all straight up means you're in the channel and you're and you're navigating in the right spot, right? Okay. And it's night and you're on the water. There's not a whole lot of not a whole lot of help. Okay. There, there's no there's no ways when you're when you're <laughs> in the, none whatsoever. Right. So I, I'm just trying to look at like uh, uh, to figure out if we're in the right channel. Trying to figure this out. If Rappaport says it doesn't look like Saturday's getting this job, all right. And if Schefter says. They might not make the hire till after the Super Bowl. And now you've got Biennemi on media night of the Super Bowl saying, the only job I've interviewed for is the Colts, and it went great. I don't know that that's what's going to happen, but it, it seems like we're – You don't know, but it seems like that's the way it's going because, like he said, I'm not interviewing for OC jobs. I interview for head coaching jobs. And I've only done one, and that went great. I think every time everyone spoke about Ursay when he hired Saturday, they felt the fact that Saturday had no experience, that was a wrong hire to do. I mean, everybody outside of Ursay recognized yeah. that. Yeah, and he got hammered for it, but that dude might not care. He, he, he may not, but I think right now, I have this guy with all this experience. Seem to be a guy who is a very good coach, but people say, "Oh, he doesn't interview well." Well, I'm a, I may hire him. 
because he's a damn good coach. Uh, we've heard how he makes players be accountable. He holds them accountable. Why not give that guy a try? Yeah, I mean, you know, now he admitted that he was biased because they were college teammates and close friends, but when we talked to Alfred Williams, whenever that was last week, mm-hmm. the Broncos D tackle that won yeah. a couple Super Bowls. I mean, listening to him talk about the enemy had me really impressed. And Landini, I don't know if we can track down any of that audio of his. I know we have a ton to get through today. Uh, maybe even if it's later in the week, whatever it is, um, of the enemy. But like, I watched some videos and stuff. At this point in time. You're either in on him or not. Like I, I just I can't imagine caring about his interview ability at this point. Mm-hmm. Like the, at, at some point the 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 book matters. Like if you told me Brian like if if you had an option to hire the best let's say the the best computer programmer from Apple. Yeah. And then you talk to him, and the guy's kind of a, a like, he, he, it's not a great conversation. Yeah. But you know his results for 10 years making iPhones. I'm hiring him. Right? Like, if Who, you need an iPhone guy, the go thing get is, that guy. Like, when you, this is why I have a problem with that. I'm hiring a coach. Do I need the coach to be a guy who can go out there and act like he's a role scholar or act as if uh, he's the best speaker in the world? Or do I need a guy who can motivate people to play a game? I, I did an event. I was in Dallas yesterday. And speaking of this company, Databank, and a lot of the people that spoke at Databank, I would much rather watch you scrape tar off the of, of back of a car than listen to them. But you know what they can do? They know how to start up all these data centers. They know how to move uh, stuff from the mainframe to the cloud. They know how to generate major, major income, but they're not very sexy. They're not attractive, and any people that you don't want to Hell, listen to. Hell, we drive out to Ashburn all the time. Yeah, and all you see are those data centers. I got a secret for everybody: those buildings are ugly as hell. They're uh, gigantic. A big block. Yeah, they're like three yeah. stories <laughs> with all these weird poles. They're gross, but they clearly just print cash. There you go. So, would you like a data center in your neighborhood? Yes. Uh, does the guy have to show up? And be the best speaker ever? No. My job is for him to go out there and do a good job the way I'm going to make money consistently. And I really believe when you come down to a coach, it's not about how I sit down and answer some of the dumbass questions that they ask. It's about can I motivate guys to want to basically run through walls for me? If you can do that, that's all I care about. I think if if you're bringing somebody in with a specific offensive mindset, the motivation is obviously the. I think the people skills of football are often under discussed when yeah. we have coaching conversations. Um, but I also care about what the scheme is going to be, what the offense is going to look like, h- how you plan on using your ta- like the talent you have. And listen, Andy, I think, probably still deserves the bulk of the credit. But if, if, 
the motivation, the people side of football, you, you got to try to find that out, right? Yeah. But the schematic stuff, just watch the Chiefs. Yeah. And unless all you're willing to do is give Andy Reid all the credit or Mahomes most of the credit. Which a lot of people, that's what they do. Which is probably why, he, if he doesn't get a head coaching job, probably why he moves on anyway. Yeah. Because eventually, if everyone is going to give everybody around you credit and not give you any of it, eventually you got to remove yourself from that situation so people can start looking at you a little bit. Because right now it seems to be, they only say, well, Pat Mahomes. They only say, well, Andy Reid. And, and if you're there developing some of this stuff, you get no credit for it. You have to remove yourself from a certain situation so people can start looking more at you. Now, it will be tough without Pat. You know, Mahomes <laughs> makes things a lot, a lot cooler. <laughs> he makes things You go. can do that ring around the rosy huddle, but if, if it's then Carson Wentz throwing a pass when you break the huddle, doesn't really matter. Nobody, I, nobody's going to. I ask this question, okay? We have watched interviews, okay? We've listened to people talk over the years. If Ron was hired because of just his interview stuff, I think something's wrong. I imagine Ron crushes it in interviews. But, but Don't you think? <laughs> I, 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 I would think he says a lot. Does a lot of what he say really transpire? So, Sirianni. Sirianni might have been one of the dumbest dudes we've ever seen, we've ever seen coming out, but he's in the Super Bowl now. So, speaking of Sirianni, um, lots to discuss with that, with that dude. Um, and, and I want to play his explanation of everything that transpired between him and Andy Reid. Um, but I, I want to do so by asking one simple question. We're going to answer it when we return. Mm -hmm. Nick Sirianni, head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a good coach. I mean, two years, two playoff berths, now in the Super Bowl. He's a good coach. That's not my question. My question is, is he a tool? I'll let you know my answer. You'll hear from Sirianni himself. I'm sure the Eagles fans and the people in the DMV that are rooting for the Eagles, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm sure everyone has an opinion on this, and they're probably different opinions. What you can't have differing opinions on is Rudy's Golf, the new go-to spot for golf and entertainment in Kingstown, Alexandria. Whether you're fine-tuning your golf game like Brian or you're just looking for some fun like me, Rudy's Golf has exactly what you need. They've got a two-story driving range with top tracer technology. If you want to go out there and really work on your game, you can do it. If you want to go out there and have some fun with the boys, you can do it. The bays for the driving range are also heated, so you don't have to worry about cold weather. They've got two putt-putt courses. You can work on your short game or you can take the kids and have a blast full restaurant full bar it's fun for everyone rudy's golf kingstown alexandria northern virginia's new home for golf and entertainment odyssey celebrates mother's day brought to you by t-mobile you can count on t-mobile to help you stay connected on america's largest 5g network listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is good stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader and watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on mlb big inning mlb at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only 3.99 per month deep left field it's gonna go alvarez ties the game 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. Um, so, I have worked it a number of times. Hell, Brian, you've been there as a player and as a media member, I would imagine. Um, but, let's be real. Super Bowl opening night is what they call it now. It's kind of media night. It's often full of pretty dumb stuff. Um, there's a lot of just stupid questions that get asked. There's a lot of reporters there that aren't sports reporters. Yep. I remember downtown Julie Brown was asking dumbass questions back in the day. Who did she kind of hit on? Gary Clark? It's just weird. Uh, yeah, but it was just a question. I'm like, come on, I understand that you all don't do football, but when you're at a damn Super Bowl, ask a football question. Well, I got a question for you, B. Last night, <laughs> Nick Sirianni was asked, is Sunday's game a must win? The Super Bowl. Is the Super Bowl a must win? Mm-hmm. What would your reply to that be? Uh, yes. You're not here to say, oh, we were in the Super Bowl. You're here to say we won the Super Bowl. Um, you know every year around this time, I pull out this big old heavy thing and I wear it. Yep. Because it, it, it's a conversation piece. It makes a difference. People care about it. The people that lost the Super Bowl, yes, you were number two. That is the worst number two in the world. Nobody gives a damn. So when you make it there, your job is to win it. Not to just say I was there competing. You know what I mean? Right. And I, like, like I remember Monty Coleman saying, make all the sacrifices you need right now because this is one thing that you will be able to enjoy the rest of your life. When he made that comment, I was a young, dumb kid saying, yeah, okay, whatever. But now, since I've been dealing with it for over 30 years, I know exactly what he was talking about. Where that one ring has been... Something that I've worn and somebody said they moved me from coach to first class. That one ring has gotten me dinners paid for. It's gotten drinks, multiple, multiple drinks paid for. (laughs) You know, it's like, so when you get there, the whole object is to win. Not just say I was participating in it. Because you think the Buffalo Bills can go around and say, hey, we went to four in a row. People like, dude, there were weird. You didn't win any. Who gives a damn? There were weirdly a bunch of people wearing Bills gear on my flight yesterday. Yeah. And I wonder if they just booked flights because they thought the Bills were coming to the Super Bowl. They are normally in it. They just don't know how to win it. B, that was 30 years ago. They haven't been in it since. But but still, they have team. Right now, the Buffalo Bills are the new Dallas Cowboys. Every year they start, they're touted as one of the best. Tired to be there because their quarterback's so great. But in the end, they are just like us and the commanders. They're Not watching. Much done, they're right. watching and they're ready to go fishing early. Um, so I wanted to read this. <laughs> Nick Sirianni. Um, when Andy Reid got fired from the Eagles and took over the Chiefs job. Uh-huh. Reed did what 
most coaches do in that situation. He cleaned house. Yeah. The Chiefs were losing. They weren't a good team. The Chiefs are going two and fourteen. You roll in, you bring your people that you trust, and you hire those people. You don't keep the problem is this. <laughs> Andy rolled in and said, I'm gonna bring a winning organization here. And they started winning. A lot of coaches come in where they are not a winning organization per se, and they just come in and they keep doing the same crap they did before. And they don't win. So Sirianni expected Andy to roll in and say, hey, I'm getting rid of everybody, but hey, I like you. I'm going to keep you. No, I, I actually I think his quotes are pretty fair on the topic. So Sirianni was the Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers coach under Romeo Cronell. He coached in Kansas City from 2009 to 2012 when he got fired when Andy came in and took over. Mm-hmm. Um, Sirianni was asked about that, and here's what he said. What I appreciated was that Andy Reid brought everybody in and talked to them. Unfortunately, it was the same thing I had to do when I took over the Eagles mm-hmm. back in 2021. <sighs> Sirianni said, I didn't coach with Andy, but he gave me a good example of what to do. Unfortunately, of the hard part of the job of, hey, I got a guy here. And he was very complimentary. He knew I would be down, so he gave me strength when I was down. And I appreciated that. And it sounds like that's who he is as a person and as a coach. He continued, did I want to leave Kansas City? No. My future wife was from there, and we were engaged at the time. She was from there. She had a nice teaching job there. She had all her friends there. Her mom and dad were a half hour down the road. Of course I didn't want to leave there. But when I look at it, God's always put me in great positions and guided my path. I know I don't say stuff like that all the time, but I know he has. This is where I think it gets a little interesting. Do you always have this little chip on your shoulder? Sure, you do. You're always like, but that's who I am as a coach, as a person. I want to make sure that I'm working my butt off to be as good as I possibly can. And sure, you hold on to some of those things, but at the end of the day, I told a story about my leg and how I injured my leg. I told some of you guys about that. I really went through that, and I was like, hey, if I didn't go through one of the worst experiences of my life with my life, then I know I wouldn't be sitting in this seat today. So I had to go through that. Well, it's the same thing here. Snoozing? Yeah. Because he said nothing? Because basically he is doing, he's saying it's not really a problem, but it is a problem. That's what he's right. trying to say. He wants it both ways. Because the whole thing about it is, let's be real. When a coach rolls in, they normally bring their own crew. You're going to be let go. You did the exact same thing to everybody in Philadelphia when you got hired. You, you, you're you saying, well, Andy Reid, uh, you know, maybe the way he handled me, he did it in a good way. But I still fired the damn people when I got hired. So you're mad at Andy. I'm sure there's like 10 people mad at you too if you're really keeping uh, your score of this thing. It's going to happen. Who cares? I think. But this week to make it into a story, listen to me. Now, he didn't make it into a story, right? He got asked about it. That's a hell of a long answer. You're in the Super Bowl. Okay? That's the story. You being released is not the story. Nobody cares about you personally. He, what, what Philadelphia cares about, just like we just asked the question. Philadelphia care, are you going to win this damn game? 
They don't care that it's going to be added that Andy Reid fired you. You better win the damn game. How about this? Because they'll give you the one-finger salute in a heartbeat. Do you know – so Sirianni was receiver's coach when Reid took over in 2012. Mm-hmm. Andy blew out the whole staff. It wasn't specific to Sirianni. Do you know who became receiver's coach? Sherman? No. Who? Somebody very close to you. Cully? Cully. Yeah. <laughs> and Cully's a better coach. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Sirianni right now has things cooking. I thought um, giant safety Julian Love, who I think is quite a good player, had some really interesting comments. I think we're going to play that in a few minutes here about Sirianni and this Eagles team. But one thing that is undeniable to me is coaches can often be victims of their circumstances, Mm -hmm. right? Like, Lovey Smith got a Bears team to a Super Bowl, and then this past year, Lovey Smith coached a team to, what were the Texans, 3-14, and and 4-13? Like, did Lovey take over a bad situation, or... What about Jay Gruden? What if Jay Gruden landed a roster like Phillies with a strong culture and a <laughs> strong front office? Or or what about if Sean McVay got the head coaching job in Washington with all its dysfunction? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Coaching, like life, a lot of times, is about the circumstances you're surrounded in. I, you I, was, I, was watching, um, I was watching Jack Ryan, the Amazon series, last night on the plane. And this guy had a great line. He said, um, geography is often your destiny. Think about, like, people that grow up in third world countries probably don't get the same opportunities as people that grow up in Ohio, yeah. right? Like, that's just reality. Yeah, and, and so what do we make of Nick Sirianni, who's clearly in an organization loaded with talent? And while it's easy to kind of make fun of Howie Roseman – he got a pretty strong track record at this point. Yes, indeed. I mean, dude, they were—they won a Super Bowl five years ago with a backup quarterback and a different head coach. And they have since torn it down, rebuilt it, and they're back in there. So, is Sirianni the guy? Maybe. I, I, I thought Andy handled it perfectly. Um, his reply was about Sirianni. Who is the guy? That's what he should have said. Who's this guy? He's a guy that you can talk to and communicates well. He's got a fire to him that you appreciate and the players appreciate. A personality, a good personality, and he's smart. I had a chance to talk to him, and he's a smart kid. I think he's perfect for Philadelphia. That's a tough place, and he's a tough kid. He relates well with the people there. The one, My one criticism of this from Sirianni, just say less, dude. Yeah. Like, you don't have to give it. My whole thing is... Darius, I understand the situation. I understand the topic, but don't make it about you. Right now, this thing is about the Philadelphia Eagles winning a Super Bowl or not. It's not about Sirianni, Nick Sirianni. He made it about him. So, and dude, repeatedly he makes it about him. And that's that's the problem. Like like some coaches can be in a situation, like Coach Gibbs went to four Super Bowls, right? Andy Reid now is in his, what, third or fourth Super Bowl itself. But they seem to always put everything else ahead of them. 
This is Andy's fourth, right? Because one with Philly, and he's already been to two in KC. Yeah, they yeah. put everything else ahead of them. They don't put it, make it about themselves. And I think that's why when people talk about certain coaches, they give them a certain level of love and respect. Nick Sirianni is in the biggest game of his life, but he's still trying to say, hey, look at me, though, instead of look at what we're doing. You don't. Everybody is looking at you, doofus. You don't need to tell them to. You're coaching in the Super Bowl in your second year. I wish year I could say coach. exactly what I want to say about him right now. I would slap the living <laughs> stuff out of him if I saw him. Like, dude, you still like the Eagles that. in this game? You know what? This is the way and we I, got all week to figure that this out. This is the way I feel, Jay. After we sat here and talk about damn Nick Sirianni so much, I would rather him lose than win, dude. I got a feeling Andy is hearing it and hearing it and hearing it and will have something for him. Now, I do want to ask Landfill. I want to let Landfill defend his guy. But I also – I think Landfill don't even like Nick Sirianni. I, you know, it, he, he doesn't strike me as the type of dude Landfill would like. I also want to hear from Julian Love, giant safety on Nick Sirianni. I think his, his quotes might be the most important. But you know what's most important if you're ready to make the biggest financial transaction of your life, the biggest financial decision of your life. If you're buying or selling a home, you need to be with an expert, especially in a shifting market. That expert is John Leahy. And if you want a great end result, you need to call our friend John Leahy, just like Jennifer and John and Justin did. They were repeat customers of John, and then Justin was in the military and he was preparing for deployment overseas. They had an investment property in Gatorsburg, and they needed to sell it real quickly. They needed to be hands-off as possible throughout the sale so they can focus, getting on, focus on just getting Justin ready for his deployment. John and his team went to work prepping the home for a market and marketing the home to their extensive network of buyers in waiting. As a result, several offers were secured, and the home sold with almost no contingencies for over asking price. They appreciated the seamless process and, great, and a great end result. We're talking about John Leahy and the fine living group of EXP Realty. Go to johnsellsdmv.com and find out your home's value in seconds. John offers you flexible fees, customized to your needs, and he knows that life happens. So if needed, John will let you out of your contract at any time. B, you said there that life happens. I mean, let's be real. Sometimes the reason you have to move is a stressful reason. When that's the case, more than ever, you need the best agent. Divorce, death in the family, you're trying to figure out your long-term care, or even if you're dealing with an impending foreclosure. John and the Fine Living Group have the options and strategies you need to take care of things quickly for the most money possible and with the least amount of stress possible. Having people in your life that remove stress rather than add it, that has tremendous value. Let John give you that value. Call him today, 301-900-3052. Go online to johnsellsdmv.com. Or what's even easier, just Google John Leahy Group and start packing. Mitchell Finley, 1067, the fam, coming at you live from Arizona for the Super Bowl. Dude, my Uber driver when I landed last night, nice fella, but very chatty for – I landed it. brother Major Lee. Say I, I don't know why your girl keep paging me. <laughs> so say I landed at like midnight local time. So my head, that was Brian. That wasn't even me. <laughs> Landfill. Well, when one of B. Mitch's daughters sends me a stop singing, Daddy, I'll play it. <laughs> In the meantime, it's just me. It's just yeah. little AJ. Yep. Um, my uh, Uber driver was slamming peanuts, which is fine. I eat a lot of nuts. 
Pause. Uh, uh, Jeff? <laughs> Jed is the nut man. Oh, hold on, hold on. Laugh him. Laugh him. Is Jeff uh, at work today or is he at home? How is Jeff's stomach? We haven't checked in on that. I I, I caught the, the text read. Jeff said he was going to the bathroom. He left the whole building, went all the way home. Oh, yeah. He told us he told us he had to go to the bathroom, and then he just left. He had a little watery stool. Whoa, B, take it easy. <laughs> Jeff, how you feeling today? Um, I can say I'm back on solid ground. <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> That's so nasty. That's so gross. Um <laughs> So this dude last night was crushing peanuts. Crushing peanuts. Eating the whole thing though. Just throwing the whole peanut in his mouth, crushing it up with the shell and everything. You ever seen that? No. And I just thought it was incredibly gross. Um Apparently, people on Twitter have seen it, heard it, do it. Um, I've never heard this at the same time. Commander's Hub via Twitter says, peanuts are inherently bad luck when you're at the horse track or football games. Why? If they sell peanuts at every stadium, they're not bad luck. Like, if they only sold them at 10 stadiums and those 10 teams sucked, like, the the – Especially gamblers, and if you're going to the horse track, I'm guessing you're a gambler. People convince themselves of the wildest stuff that that's bad <laughs> luck. Um, hold on. Hold on. I want you to hear something. No, I want you to hear I just got a text from one Mr. Doc Walker. Uh-oh. Tell me I get some hot honey, tea. I get some hot tea and honey and sleep. You, you sound worse than me. No, I is, don't. I sound like I always sound. I sound good. Brian. I am suave. <laughs> um, Jeff, we'll let you weigh in. Does B. Mitch sound like he normally sounds? Yes. Your name's not Jeff. But not I don't want to hear from Poopoo Man. Jeez. <laughs> when a dude got to leave a whole building and go somewhere else, I don't hear from him. He, he, he seemed to be having a rough day. Um, here's what I think. We got Barcel Nate joining us at 1 o'clock. Yeah. I did want to point this out. So I brought up that Eric Bieniemy yesterday when he was asked about interviewing for offensive coordinator jobs used a phrase that Ron Rivera says frequently about be, be where your feet are. And Bieniemy said that, and I, I thought it was a heck of a coincidence. Uh, Resch Manuel, who does an incredible job of keeping track of the entire internet, decided to send us a brief history of football coaches that use that phrase. Nick Saban has said it. Tom Coughlin has said it. Chip Kelly has said it. Also, Scott O'Neill is the former CEO of the Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment Group, a group that some of us think could be the next commander's owner. Scott O'Neill wrote an entire book, and the title of the book be where your feet are. Seven principles to keep you present, grounded, and thriving. So, be where your feet are seems to exist kind of all over. Um, not just in Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy's mind. So, I, I don't know that we need to get too far down the line on on what it means that Bieniemy used the same phrase Rivera has often used. Um uh-oh, I got people tweeting me now asking, what's up with B. Mitch's voice? Sounds way more raspy than than usual. What are they talking about? I mean, I think it's on the same. I just, I woke up like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I mean, you woke up 
<laughs> when Tribe Called Quest came on. <laughs> when when you said good morning, everybody, what up, everybody? I was walking through the door. Right, I knew what I was supposed to be doing. Um, all right, Barcelona Nate's going to join us next. I'm excited to talk to Nate Dog, get his Super Bowl pick. I also I don't know if you saw it, B. I posted this um, to my Instagram page. Jippy, I had I've been had time to look at an Instagram page today, Brian. I just woke up. I know that you just woke up, but I also know your Instagram habits, and I am confident you've looked at least once at Instagram. No, this is my you, first time right now. Well, <laughs> get put it down. We're on the radio. And and I don't know what uh, my man doing, Devin Gotcha. He he got, but he must be in love, man. He got a little girl in every little post. All right, Barcelona joins us next. You're going to hear from Giant Safety Julian Love on Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni coming up. Denard Wilson at noon. Don't go anywhere. It's be Mitchell Finley. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.